Joshua Molina, it's great speaking with you. Thanks, my pleasure. Can you talk about the presentation uh, put forth by the Santa Barbara chapter of the American Architecture Institute, and to what degree are these uh, conceptual architectural renderings or uh, concrete plans by the city? Yeah, so Santa Barbara has a very active architectural community, and so the Santa Barbara chapter of the American Institute of Architects has been working on a vision for Santa Barbara. What could we do if we were able to sort of start over or redesign or figure out a way to make downtown work for all of the various needs of the community? So they got together and they sort of, they, they've had workshops and they've had meetings and they've met and they've brainstormed and they talked to the community. And then they came up with these plans for what Santa Barbara would look like if it was sort of reimagined or re-envisioned. So they came up with pretty elaborate, extensive plans, very, very beautiful renderings. We're talking about downtown housing. We're talking about parks. We're talking about crosswalks and pathways and paseos. We're talking about outdoor space for events, arts, concerts. It's designed in a way that is not necessarily at this point in time tied to a specific project, but it's looking at what can we do if we sort of just wanted to have a vision and then sort of work backwards. So what they have done is they have proposed all of these different ideas and options with these various renderings. And they are meeting with government leaders, they're meeting with the city council, and they're saying, how do we get here? How do we make this happen? We realize that this is not an overnight deal, but this is a vision for what Santa Barbara could look like. This was happening even before the pandemic started. The pandemic obviously forced Santa Barbara to make some drastic changes in order to help save downtown. So we moved to outdoor dining, we've got tables, we've got chairs in the streets. So we've already seen sort of a, a forced reimagination of what we need to do in order to help a lot of the restaurants survive. What this is, is sort of taking some of that experimental momentum and sort of saying, man, if we were able to just start over, what would that look like? And so so that's what they're they are doing. It's it's not a project. It's not a proposal. It's more of a concept and idea. And they're trying to get Santa Barbara City Hall and the development community to work toward this sort of vision as it proposes various projects going forward. Oh, yeah. You mentioned the pandemic. So is the presentation primarily a response to the economic challenges of the pandemic and the overall vacancies downtown even uh, prior to the pandemic. Is this a unique opportunity? Yeah, so the AIA was active before COVID-19 and the pandemic. In fact, they sort of did a little bit of this a couple of years ago, and then they made a big presentation to the council, and the council sort of said, oh, that's really cool, and then nothing really came of it. Obviously, the pandemic has exacerbated a lot of the problems that were happening with retail and restaurants downtown. So AIA said, you know, let's think about this because we're probably going to have challenges no matter what, no matter what's going on, whether it's online retail, um, obviously the pandemic, we don't know when it's going to end. So let's figure out a way to make downtown more sustainable that is more of an experience 
and not necessarily a place to go shop at a brick and mortar store only. Obviously, that's part of it, but they're really looking to sort of take from some inspirations that they've seen in parts of Europe and Spain and sort of look at how do we make the downtown sort of this outdoor vibrant marketplace and that's why they want housing they want to bring housing downtown if we can have some apartments downtown then we don't have to worry so much about attracting tourists or attracting locals from other areas we can in fact just have people who are already downtown and they'll be able to shop and they'll be able to eat and they'll be able to enjoy various arts and entertainment and nightlife so this idea started long before the pandemic but it seems to have taken on more of a, a importance at this time because we're having to reinvent the wheel with the pandemic having such a strong impact on the business community downtown. Is this a public-private partnership uh, taking into account uh, support from the city and private ownership of uh, property? Yeah, so th there is hope that this can be a public-private partnership. So the obviously the architects and the developers, they're the private part, and then there's government, which of course would need to facilitate all of this in order to allow it to happen. But they're also talking about maybe working with funding organizations who can help fund this process. These are architects who have volunteered their time, and they've gotten together, spent hours and hours trying to figure out what Santa Barbara could look like, they're looking to maybe develop a financial arm of this, somebody who could be working on this agenda full time, raising money with uh, grants and donations, and figure out a way to keep the momentum going forward, because it has to have sort of a, a leader, it has to have sort of a project director, because City Hall obviously has a million things to do, architects are working on their specific projects they're thinking of starting sort of a foundation that would oversee this this uh, reimagining effort of what downtown would look like it's still early but they don't want to lose momentum because they lost momentum the first time when they proposed this and now that they've come back and, and done it they've learned a little bit and they'd like to figure out a way to you know maybe staff a person have a small staff of people who can sort of manage this process and help Santa Barbara become more of an experience downtown and, and not what it had been, which was traditionally a shopping destination. Uh, you mentioned the housing component. Uh, does the city have specific goals to increase the supply and number of residential units downtown? Yeah, so Santa Barbara would like to bring housing downtown. It's a difficult problem because the cost of land downtown is really expensive so in order for developers to say yeah, i want to build something downtown they're going to have to make it really dense in other words they're going to have to have many units as many as they can and what this means is they're sacrificing some of the traditional things that might come with an apartment building such as outdoor space or yard space or common area parking there's not a lot of land downtown so whatever they build on needs to be something that is cost effective for them. So Santa Barbara says, hey, let's 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 try to change this. Let's let you build a little bit higher. So they're, they're allowing developers to build a few feet higher. They're allowing them to move their open yard space requirement to the roof. And they're allowing them to have parking off site. So there's also plans uh, about the existing major parking lots downtown. Yeah. So. 
So the city is saying, you know, we have a lot of parking downtown. So maybe with some of these projects, we can allow people who live there to be able to park downtown. And then the developers, for example, there was a project behind the staple, old Staples building on the 400 block of State Street. And uh, they're saying, let's minimize the amount of parking there because we can, it's more important to have apartment units than it is to have parking spaces. The idea is these are people who would live there who are sort of um, young entrepreneurs, 20-somethings, 30-somethings, maybe working in the tech community, maybe less dependent on the traditional suburban single-family vehicle type experience. And so they may not need a parking space, and they can kind of just walk downtown and shop and eat and have their coffee and have their drinks and, and their dinner in the evening. And that's what they're sort of hoping for. So they've relaxed the standards to facilitate development. Um, we're seeing a little bit of interest, but it's so expensive and it's controversial because everything in Santa Barbara is about keeping Santa Barbara special and quaint. And what that means is different depending on what your perspective is. A lot of people don't want to see any more tall buildings. A lot of people feel like Santa Barbara has enough of a population. And why would we build more things in order to take away from what we are already enjoying about what's here? So it is very controversial. And then there's the affordable housing advocates who are saying, you, that's not going to be affordable if you build that downtown because these are market rate units. So, you know, if you're struggling to make it in Santa Barbara, how can you afford a $3,500 a monthly rent or 4,000. They look to the Mark, which is a project up on by La Cumbre Plaza. And uh, those rents go for 3,500 uh, a month for a two bedroom. And that's really not affordable for, for most people. You touched upon this with uh, making an exception, changing some of the zoning regulations, but uh, how strong is the, the anti-growth kind of mentality or bias in Santa Barbara? And is that mentality and existing strict zoning regulations a barrier to the architectural vision put forth? Yeah, Santa Barbara has this sort of mix of old power and sort of these new urban downtown development activists. So um, it is difficult in Santa Barbara to move away from this perception that we need to keep Santa Barbara unique and special. We don't want to turn into Orange County. So we have a little bit of that on the Santa Barbara City Council. We have more of that on the Santa Barbara Planning Commission. There are barriers. So these things are controversial. They're the kind of things you see maybe a 4-3 vote on. It is very close. I think the, the momentum is moving toward, however, Santa Barbara needs to change. Santa Barbara needs to have more housing. There are also pressures from the state, the state of California, because communities have not built enough affordable housing, they have made mandates that you have to zone for housing. And Santa Barbara is gonna have something like 8,000 units that it's gonna to have to plan for in order to uh, satisfy that state requirement. It doesn't mean they have to build it, it means they have to zone and plan for it. So there are a lot of pressures right now by the state, by affordable housing activists to say, hey, Santa Barbara's great, but if we don't try to accommodate some of the growth, we are going to get stuck in time and we're not gonna have the vibrant, young, new workforce to help make this community grow. Uh, Joshua, is there anything else you'd like to add about the, about the vision and plans? 
You know, no, uh, just to say that it's an election year, uh, the mayor's race is up in November. Um, there's three council seats that are up. And uh, this is an issue that's going to get a lot of attention in 2021. We're talking about housing being sort of a defining issue and what kind of housing, what do we want, um, how big should it be, who should it serve. These are things that really get voters riled up. So it's going to be an issue going forward. And the architects are a powerful lobby and force. They donate to candidates. Uh, developers are powerful. So these candidates and, and to some degree the public that votes for them, they're going to have to decide um, where they stand and, 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 and who's, who's, who's want, who wants to build housing in a way that best matches their particular perspective for what works best in Santa Barbara. Uh, with KCSB News, uh, this is Robert Stark.